This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you know you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, unlike the Owls, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So there's only one thing left to say, what's everybody having? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means you'll get some tasty rewards later on. And between you and me, if you order just before kickoff, you can get it just in time for half-time, but I've not told you that. Only via the app at participating restaurants, 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery free and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. See you later. The Wednesday Week is sponsored by the Riverside Cafe. New outside bar, now open on match days. And a very warm welcome to the Wednesday Week, the Sheffield Wednesday Podcast. I'm Lord Hillsborough, and with me on the line, we've got a rather slender show this evening, ladies and gents. Uh, first of all, we've got Mr. Fudge. Hey there, Fudge, you've been. Good evening, my lord. Are you all right? Absolutely. I've heard you chomping away there, Fudge. What are we having for us tea this evening? Uh, well, for us tea tonight, I'm having... Uh, God, you can tell it's an international break show already, can't you? I'm having, <laughs> I'm having some nachos, cheese, and some lovely salsa. Now, just a bit of a tip. If you do go with the Red Hot Nando sauce, or any you know, other sauces are available, mix it mix it with mayos, stick your nachos <laughs> or your chips in it, it's banging. Good stuff. There Enjoy you that. There You're you welcome. <laughs> Mr. Chef Dan Fudge. And, of course, in the background, too, we have Mr. Davies. How are you, Rich, old boy? I'm really well, my lord. How are you? I'm absolutely fantastic. Just struggling at this week with just a lack of football, because yeah. international football is no, in- no, no interest anymore, let's be honest. It is a bit rubbish, isn't it? Let's, let's why don't Why don't we do that debate now? Let, let's do it. Just give yourself something to talk about. To be fair, <laughs> so Wayne Rooney. Let's Let's do at least two minutes on Wayne Rooney now. What are you saying? Dropped or not? Yes. No. <laughs> well, there you are. There's There's <laughs> an exclusive. <laughs> I tell you, for me, all this all this Wayne Rooney nonsense about him playing in the middle of the park, rubbish. You, you know, yeah, I mean, sorry, it, it, bit of windy pops in. It, <laughs> <laughs> it's a got a little burp there, wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> it, it's a weird one because it's, it's the last of that what they term the golden generation that never actually did anything particularly golden, did they? And it's a bit of a, a cling back to that particular sort of hope that we all had. And but to be honest, he's he's not the player he was. But if you look at the stats when he plays and when he doesn't. We score goals when we're on the pitch. It's, it's, it's very much well, like the it. situation, isn't it? It's, uh, <laughs> it's very much the big day situation. Is it when we're on the pitch, we score goals? Did you just compare him to New You there? Oh. Rooney and New You. <laughs> <laughs> Rooney. Yeah, I love that. Uh-oh. I love that. I love that strenuous <laughs> link. <laughs> no, but I, I tell you what it is. You don't become. England's all-time top scorer <laughs> by playing in the middle of the park. It's absolutely bloody rubbish. I remember him back in, what, it was 2004 when he played Croatia in the, uh, I think it was the Euros then, wasn't it? And he was smashing defenders in the nose. He was kicking this guy. I miss him being a proper, you know, scouser. Do you know what I mean? But that was, and, and all this... was a long time ago now, Pudjo, boy. He's not the same chap, is he? I still cling on to the 90s. That's still new for me, that. <laughs> I know the feeling, all too well. Um, so, yes, if you'd like to uh, send us your views on England, uh, send them to... At the send them to the bin. We're not bothered. Get them, in, get them in the sea. International <laughs> rubbish these days. Gareth Southgate, how vanilla is he? He's more vanilla than Stuart Vanilla, bless him. 
<laughs> um, right, so let's crack on with the scant bit of Wednesday news that we have for this evening. First thing is first, Mr. Carlos has been nominated for the Manager of the Month Award. Of course, he got nominated about well, four hours after we finished the last show. Thanks for that nomination, people. Um, and a lot of people were rather surprised about this nomination, weren't they, chaps? Yeah, well... I don't think any of us really, because of how we've not been like on foot, we've talked about this loads of times, about we've not kind of been on kind of the phone, we all kind of expected, wanted, whatever. So we all kind of didn't expect it to come along. And when it has come along, we're like, oh, okay, fair enough. Um, but you, but then you look back at the month, we we lost one one during uh, September um, and won the rest. I think it's, uh, it's a lot of it's to do with the manner in which we won as well, isn't it? You know what I mean? So, like, had we been tonking teams left, right and Skegness, like, bash, 3-0, see you later, bash, 4-0, it would have been fine. But bear in mind, I think three of those fixes have had to come from behind on and get late goals from Super Kieran Lee. So, you know, it might have robbed somebody blind there. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, he didn't win it after all that and after all the excitement. And, and again, Carlos has made it perfectly clear in the past that he really doesn't give a chuff about this kind of thing, does he? Um, when the, the interview with him about it, he said, well, it's not just me, it's the management team and the players and etc. And he was being very lovely and gentlemanly about the whole thing. Well, I'm sorry if it had been me, I'd have been swinging my bits and bobs all over saying, check me out. <laughs> <laughs> I am proper, proper if, There's a picture. So, <laughs> it? If we get this podcast award, are you going to stand there just with your gashing Gary out with... With, a, with, a, with, a, with, the, with whatever gong we get just in front of your bits going <laughs> I'll just chuff him on this my lud <laughs> and the, the music playing in the background will be I can leave my top hat on it'll be marvellous let's go back to manager month you know I know everybody knows it's an absolute kiss of death it's a right Jonah Everybody knows it is. There are two things in football that you don't want. You do not want the Manager of Month Award because the form after that is pish. And you don't want a football focused special. You don't want you don't want Clem coming down on a Saturday morning talking to everybody, going, I'm Clem, I'm from BBC, and everybody seems to know him. You don't want that because what happens is that afternoon you you get your backside handed to you. Everybody knows that. I thought that was a thing. Yeah, you, you, and I think that's probably why uh, one of Carlos's tactics for trying to play it down a bit is so if he did win it, which would have been lovely, of course, or not, as the case may be, then maybe it wouldn't have got people um, a little bit overexcited. Because one of the Carl things that Carlos sort of has repeated again and again and again and again is that he wants to keep people's feet on the floor, which is one of my favourite Carlos phrases. And mm. things like this, feet, exactly, bless him. Um, things like this tend to take people's feet off the floor, don't they? Which is why he's never too jovial when, when players win these things. I mean, how many did Fessy win last year? Like a bajillion of them? Something like that? I think it was a bajillion of four. There or thereabouts, absolutely. Um, and uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we saw Fessy's feet get lifted off the floor at the beginning of this season due to all the, the acclaim that he had. And maybe that's what Carlos has been trying to avoid. And fair play to him for it. Of course, we don't know the players as well as Carlos does, but yeah, cracking chap. Um, another thing, recent actually, Carlos has just took a little tweet out tonight regarding his father. Have you chaps seen this? Yeah. I have, yeah. It's, it's, it's one a thing. Absolutely, it's one a thing. Um, and Carlos, obviously, <laughs> he wasn't really that bothered because he was trying to keep his father's feet on the floor. Feet on the um, floor, yeah. <laughs> You're completely ruined about ten minutes of banter I had ready on that, trying to fill this show up there. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, Carlos's uh, father, um, I assume he calls him old Carlos, um, has... Father. Uh, uh, yeah, his father. My, my father, my father's one summer from government about when he was in army <laughs> in India, which is brilliant, for him, which is fantastic. So congratulations to the Carlos, not the Carlos clan, the Carvalli Hall clan. Um, right then, so yes, well done, Carlos. Hard cheese not getting it, but there, nah, all our feet are still on the floor. Um, <laughs> can you tell we're struggling for content tonight? Yeah, yeah well, I'm going to do the ten times tables tonight. It's a new feature. Uh, it's called it's called filling time during the international break. Now I tell you what. Speaking of the international break, normally we go into these things on absolute barnstorming form, especially the last couple of seasons. And then when there has been international break, we always come out rubbish, or it just kind of halts our progress, as it were. Uh, would you Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think it's pretty well documented, isn't it? Well, yeah, you can just go to the BBC website and look at results. But like, um, <laughs> it's I've always I've always been interested in uh, Carlos's uh, attitude towards international breaks, and he seems to enjoy them. 
Uh, and especially it was, I think it was this time last year or, or maybe the international break towards the uh, early part of the year where he was saying, I quite like them because essentially he was saying, because I work them like a dog, it's nice for them to have a rest. Do you know what I mean? And I quite enjoyed that. But <laughs> So I'm thinking, oh, you know, we, we've got a couple of games coming up. Do you reckon they'll come out of the traps or do you reckon we'll, uh, we'll lose our momentum somewhat? Well, that was an actual football question, by the way. I don't know if anybody got that. No, that, that we don't do football international play. Throwing you all there, aren't I? <laughs> no, I think it's one of those things. It, it, just like, like obviously, we all pop off. Well, you guys go to work. I go loading. And, and, and ever so often, it's nice <laughs> to have a little break from the loading. So I should imagine that the, the players essentially look forward to the break. Obviously, uh, we've had players popping here, there and everywhere playing during the international break. But... It's got to be nice to have a little change every now and again, hasn't it? Uh, I mean, surely you guys look forward to your, your, your little Skyby breaks. I know you have one every single day there, Fudge, um, and do very yep. little work indeed. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, but this is their equivalent. You're only jealous. Yeah, I, I certainly am. Uh, this is their equivalent to skiving off and doing the podcasts while they're supposed to be at work, isn't it, essentially? Well, I've, I've literally I've got a table of five in right now. and uh, <laughs> But the problem is, who walks into a restaurant at nine o'clock? You know, I'd already cashed up. There's no bugger in. It's Wednesday night. I'm, I'm on the seaside. It's cold. And five Spaniards have come in. It's always a Spanish because they're used to having a siesta and think, oh, I can eat that. I can eat the blood at nine o'clock, innit? All of a sudden, they have Italian accent. Spanish or Greek? Yeah, in the end, he got the bloody. Give him the bloody steaks here, and he wants the matter. What's that in there? <laughs> but, it, but yes, it does seem there has been quite a bit of uh, sort of. Um, it's weird at the moment, you know, isn't it? Because yes, we did have a crack in September. We lost one game to a, a late goal to Birmingham. And, but it does feel like we've been overworked. It, to me, it feels quite a bit of pressure being a Wednesdayite at the moment, and, and there's a lot of angry Wednesdayites out there. And to a point, I can understand why. But it might give us also a bit of time to reflect. Look at September, because I was surprised when I looked at September and saw all the green that we'd won stuff. And it might do us all good to have a little bit of a, oh, yeah, we, don't, we started a bit crappy, but we're doing all right now, aren't we? You know what? We, we've always been impatient, Wednesday fans. Always, always. Um, <laughs> I suppose as, as as I get a little bit older, as I get into my thirties, uh, I start to. Uh... <laughs> 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 we all know. <laughs> you've got socks that aren't in the thirties anymore. I was going to say, Rich, you've you've got knickers just in the thirties. Don't don't you? Know, don't bring your ears up. Mine either. <laughs> uh, anyway, I've lost my track completely. So yeah. to be fair, I don't but think yeah. we started with a track this evening, did we? <laughs> uh, but no, it's uh, the international break that comes and goes, and, and it, it can be a case of death for teams because, as, as Ford said, I mean, there's times where we've been flying into an international break and come back out tosh, and vice versa, there's been times we've been doing tosh and come back flying. So it, it's really a difficult one, and I suppose this is really where sort of Carlos and the management team. Um, their skills come in and, and make sure the players are up for it and to be honest I can't see why the players wouldn't be because they've not had all the accolades that they did last season have they um, and that's something we'll come on to uh, a little bit later on as well but they've got to be missing that, that brilliant feeling that we had last season I certainly am I really with them because looking at, at the social medias and Twitter and things there's the moans starting to creep back in again, and and I'm really missing that 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 sort of togetherness and we're on his way and all that that we had at the back end of last season, and I want it back, and I'm sure the players do as well. I, I tell you what it is, Lord H. I can I, I, I read a beautiful article on it today actually from some I think it was a tweet actually, um, and it said it's it's like a um it was talking about a new relationship, and that's exactly what Sheffield Wednesday's like now. So a new relationship, you start. You start texting or you start looking forward to the calls and, and you're always wondering what they're up to, you know what I mean? And you can't wait and then you're like, oh, this is amazing. It's the best feeling ever. And then after a couple of months, you know, you're, you're trying to crimp off a length of dirty spine and she's brushing her teeth still next to you. <laughs> do you know what I mean? And you're thinking, what the bloody hell happened here? How, how, did, how did this happen? How did this fall apart like it did? And that's and that's the, that's the cycle of relationships and you have to make a conscious choice to go, this is the person for me. And it's exactly the same with our relationship with our football club. Did you see what I did there? It started out lovely, and now we're just a bit used to it. And, uh, you know, Carlos isn't new and shiny anymore. Carlos's football's not new and shiny anymore. So let's go back to what we always did, and let's start standing next to him, brushing his teeth <laughs> while he's trying to crimp one off. <laughs> is, I, I is this think, some kind of a confession that you're going to make to the police later, Fudge? Have you broken into Carlos's and just 
relieved. <laughs> I think how Vic describes it is she, she shaves a leg on a first date and as um, they get a hair, they get a hairier as um, as it goes on. So Alistair, I feel really sorry for a bit of a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tell you what, Rich, I used to go out with a girl that used to shave her legs uh, during boot wearing season, yeah. just down to boot level. <laughs> So, uh, so she had like shins and ankles, look, a long pair of socks almost. Yeah, he did. Look like she had furry, bloody socks on. <laughs> Do you remember the the Ultimate Warrior from back in the old days? Had those lovely little tassels round his knees. That basically. Yeah, like that. that's what it looked like. That's that's what it looked like. Ultimate Warrior's tassels. I could probably go buy one, one better, but it's not probably. I'll tell you when we stop recording later. Oh, Ooh, you tease. Ooh. <laughs> I think I've already told you the story off there anyway as well, but there we go. Let's out for the outtakes, <laughs> ladies and gents. <laughs> Here's a question. Where would you find all of the following in one place? Chairs, tables, beer, Vic, James, more beer, Dickyow, Eddie, more beer, and the rest of the Wednesday Week gang. That's right, it's the Riverside Cafe's new outside bar. All of your favourite lagers, ciders, soft drinks and hand pump ales are now available outside. Come and see the gang and give it a try. Riverside Cafe's new outside bar, now open on match days. Um, right, so yes, um, obviously News has been at a premium this week, boys and girls. We have had, obviously, Mr Bannon and uh, Fletcher out there playing for Scotland as well, which they had a lovely time last time, but they've not had a great <coughs> time, have they? Um, <laughs> they? They did not. They got absolutely bloody battered. Yeah, um, I think Fletcher was lucky not to be injured at some point as well, if I remember rightly, but I, I think... I watched it, but I was really drunk. <laughs> to be fair, so... I didn't even watch it. And I've read some reports and bits and bobs like that. Obviously, there were certain um, uh, Scottish people um, moaning at Strachan for not starting Fletcher, essentially, which, I mean, that's great if that's what people are thinking about him up there, because it can only do his confidence good when he does um, pop back down and, and, and snuggle back into the bosom of the Wednesdays, can't he? <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's just a... Um, it's, I'm always a... From a player's point of view, it's got to be a, a, a massive honour to be asked to play for your country. But, if all the mates are off having a rest for a week and they're off doing what they're doing, yeah, do you think that maybe they feel a bit about it all? I mean, we we, we saw the video as well of uh, Fletch and Bannon um, playing FIFA, and they sounded like they're having a lovely time. Um, unfortunately, lovely. I didn't understand a lot of it because it didn't have subtitles, and my translation of Scottish is terrible. It really, really is. Well, I, I, I tell you what, I tell you, I tell you, it is, Lord Ellsworth. I've been trying to learn Scottish, <laughs> and uh, it's a it's a it's a mix, it's a mixture of English and alcohol. So. Um, <laughs> Lee Peacock's birthday on Saturday. I was so Scottish, I was almost well Lee Peacock himself. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and lucky enough, by the way, on that Saturday, he didn't take a jacket out with him, so uh, I can oh, just carry on carry... drinking. Does, it, does he go English down when he's pissed? Is, does that, is it worth <laughs> the opposite down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He becomes really well spoken. Hello, there, yeah. old boy. How the devil are you? Thank you, and Sorry, what, what, we, what we're talking about? I've, I've completely Scott, got. Scotland, right, yeah, yes, the Scotch, yeah. the Scotch, they got beat 3-0, England at top of the group, are we top of the group? Yeah, we're top of the group, uh, we've got them to play, Gareth Southgate's meek, uh, Wayne Rooney might not get dropped anymore because all of a sudden we'll have somebody else to pick on, probably Gary Cahill's turn actually, we're going to turn on him soon, um, <laughs> Joe Hart's mint again because everybody's decided he is because we need somebody yeah. else to pick on, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, so it'll be Gary Cale and... Uh, uh, Kane to uh, to pick on next time. So uh, look, look forward to that, kids. What about San Marino though? First, first, first away World Cup qualifier goal in fifteen years. Must <laughs> <laughs> be one hell of a celebration when that went in. And did you see? Oh, yeah. Did you see the tweet from uh, from San Marino's Twitter feed? I don't think it was San Marino's. I think yes. it was a, a fan one, was it? They just said to get yeah, yeah. the f in there or something like that. <laughs> but my favorite, my favorite tweets from last night were the uh, Norwegian commentators. Um, <laughs> <laughs> after, yeah, after yeah. the San Marino goal went in, and they're yeah, actually in a, they're in a studio, aren't they? In like yeah. a football studio, talking about football, and they're throwing their microphones around, they're swearing at the screen. <laughs> Beautiful. Um, right, so um, last little bit of really scant Wednesday news we've got for this evening uh, that, that came out this week. Um, former Wendy player, uh, obviously from a while ago now, uh, Tony K. I'm uh, sure you've all seen him knocking about on Twitter as well. 
Um, cracking chap. Bearing in mind, he's, he's 79 now, and he puts out some brilliant tweets as well. So if you're not uh, following him on Twitter, um, have a little look. Now, yeah. there was a little thing in the paper. Um, about um, uh, bet they regretted that, and it was um, sort of footballers um, from recent years that have had certain fines and things for betting on matches and, and bits and bobs and the other. Now, for those that aren't aware, uh, Mr. K did um, have a bit of trouble with this himself. When I say a bit of trouble, quite simply, he got ended up getting jailed for it. He got a hundred and fifty pounds fine, yeah. which obviously <laughs> Jesus way back there. <laughs> he got jailed for four months and banned from playing football for life. That was essentially the end of his career whilst he was playing Wednesday. He betted on a sorry, he betted a bet, should I say, on a, a Wednesday game whilst he was playing. Now, I'm sure we can all agree that that wasn't right, but Tony K. Nobody can argue. Was an absolutely fantastic player back in the day. Obviously, I never actually saw him play. I've seen the videos. He played for England. A massive, massive Everton player as well. To be fair, and, and a lot of the things that he pops out are from sort of his Everton career as well. But um, looking at the the comparison with 150 pound fine, obviously back then a lot more money. Four months in jail and then banned for playing football for life. With, for instance, Andros Townsend, May 2013, four month ban. Uh, three months suspended and an 18 grand fine but now earning gajillions of pounds still playing football um, Miss K popped a tweet out there saying that is uh, well to say I'm fuming is an understatement which you can understand can't you you want to go look at Joey Barton a minute oh, obviously he's been betting on games mm. left right and centre at least once every game he's played in or, or whatever or whatever he's alleged to have done mm. uh, uh, and you know they're they're having a complaint about him today, but then you know obviously this guy got Tony K got put away for four months, which yeah. it just doesn't seem. But this is the yeah. thing. I mean, I, I can. It, it's a difficult one because again, I will never ever speak badly of a Wednesday player apart from the really really crappy ones. Um, and 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 it, it's difficult because yes, it was incredibly harsh, but would you like to see those sorts of fines to players now because betting is a big big thing and personally i'm not a fan i know there's a lot of people about there i've never been a betting chap i'm to be perfectly honest rubbish at it so i, I wouldn't even try but if you've got players betting on their own matches that they're playing in surely they should have um again jail sentences ban them from football and it had I, I don't know it's 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 a bit gray area isn't it because let's say let's say joey barton for example was betting on himself to score. You know what I mean? To score. Mm. Or or his team to win. He can't really <laughs> influence that. Do you know what I mean? If he's betting on his team to lose and him not to score, then that's not cool. You know what well, I mean? On goals and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or you know, first corner, what, what minute? Bah, see you later. <laughs> but there's, the, there's that sort of thing. So it's, it's a bit of a grey area. I mean, me personally, I think if you're playing the sport, there should be a blanket ban on it. But, you know, it, it's easy to set up a SkyVet account with an email address and a bank account, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So so how do these? How, how do you police it? How does? How, how would you be able to enforce a, a blanket ban on betting? Uh, or, or even, for example, what if Joey Barton wanted to put £10 on Manchester United versus Liverpool? What, is he not allowed to do it because he plays the sport? Yeah. You know what I mean? There are so many different variables you can do whilst having a bet. How do you police it? Well, I mean, personally. obviously, you should use your bloody mind. <laughs> personally, I, I think if you play in a sport, you should not be able to bet on that sport. Yeah. It just... It, it and that, and, that, no and that's sense. that's what the rules are, isn't it? That's what the rules are. If, if you know, if you you go into it eyes wide open. It's, it's not something that they're just chucking at you when you're going. You're not allowed to bet on on any kind of footballers as a footballer. Mm. So you know, what not at all? Them. Apparently not. No, nor should you be able to. Well, well I, I, I don't give a shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> you've got you've got Joey Barton there playing for Rangers or having had played for Rangers because that's still up in the air at the minute isn't it yeah. you've got Joey Barton there playing football in Scotland so what he's not allowed to have a have a you know have, have a cheeky tipple on Eastley versus Dover yeah but Do you how, know many, I mean? how many of those players that play for Eastley versus does Dover he know? does he know yeah. uh, the, the industry yeah. the industry and, and obviously from from just looking at Wednesdays for the last few years, obviously connections down easily with with Peaks and and uh, and Reader etc etc etc. When we had Reader on and 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 we mentioned that we're still in contact with. Um, oh, oh getting on at Jacques Magoma. He didn't he like got, it, did he? Yeah, absolutely. Jacques Magoma. Exactly. So um, obviously when Reader comes on and he, and he's telling us off because and, and and fair play to him. I mean, this just shows that once they've left a football club, they don't just stop speaking to each other and the the mates, the the, the pals, the chums. And and it would be easy to to 
have a, have a little chat with your chum if you're betting on the match even if they're in a completely different country etc i'm not saying that does happen of course um but it is possible that it could which is personally why i think that it, it just it shouldn't happen if you play football you're not allowed to bet on football orlando trustful thank you into milan very much which that would have drove me absolutely no all problem that evening if you've got obviously um mr trustful over there um doing his, his managerial things and he's whispering players is because he used to know when he played back from 10 years ago it just goes to show how it's all linked in. And I'm not saying that our wonderful players would do things like that. Even the um, uh, the Mr. K situation, um, the actual match that he was accused of uh, betting on, um, just goes to show, again, proving Fudge's point, really. Um, Wednesday did lose, but Tony K was named man of the match for that game by the, the Sunday People newspaper, which later exposed him for the actual... For the ones that were better, scandal in the, in the first place there. So, uh, not in, I'm not trying to say that Mr. K in any way, shape, or form tried to fix that match. It was a ridiculous, silly mistake. Cracking player. He'd only made his England debut a couple of blinking weeks before it, and uh, the thrash. I think it was Sweden or Switzerland or somebody eight one or something ridiculous like that. And it just, from one point of view, it seems like such a waste of a career because of betting, from what could have been a, an, an an absolute England legend and. I don't know. It just seems ridiculous. And and fair play to Mr. Uh, for being wazzed off about it. Yeah, but I mean, you know, by that by that virtue of the fact of people knowing people. You know what I mean? Let's look at a Gillette advert. You had uh, Roger Federer, you had Thierry Henry, and you had uh, Tiger Woods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Listen, Tiger, do you mind going one over par for this next one? I've got two million on it down at, down at uh, yeah. Paddy Power. Do That's you know what I mean? It, it could happen. That's it could happen. happen. So... It, they, they need, uh, there needs to be some stringent rules on it. You know what I mean? Because it's so, there's so many grey areas and so many things you can bet on. Because I think it was Paul Kitson uh, back in the day that got got embroiled up in a in a betting scam, and uh, they did a kickoff. And as soon as they kick off, uh, Kitson tried to loft one down the left hand side, ended up shanking it, and it went straight out for uh, straight out for a play, uh, straight out for throwing, and. Um, and uh, they showed that clip on uh, They Think It's All Over. And Nick Hancock said, listen, we're not trying to uh, trying to embroil Paul Kitson in a, in a betting scam. It's not that Paul Kitson is trying to fix games. It's that Paul Kitson is shite. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I thought, well, that's just cleared that up well, hasn't it? You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's the thing. I mean, to, to, to stop the speculation and, and to stop all this nonsense, players don't care about fines now, do they? They are multi-gajillionaires. They've got money pouring out their ears. So it's not a problem for them to get fined or be fined a couple of days, a couple of weeks' wages or a month's wages. They've got so many fingers in so many pies these days. It's not gonna make a difference. But if you said, like obviously back in Mr. K's day, right, if you found betting on football matches, A, you're gonna get fined, B, you're gonna get banned for football from life so you can't earn any more money, and C, we're gonna chuck them the clink for four months, surely it'd just stop. Just like that feature did. Yeah, put, yeah, put the answer in there. <laughs> <laughs> now, of course, it has been the um, essentially we uh, a quarter of the way through the season now, and although we're still not allowed to look at the table, um, and we had oh. a little bit of a discussion about all this last week as well, but we've also popped it out to you guys um, to have a little chat about, first of all, best match. So... Um, Fudgy or Bean, what would you say the best match has been from a Wednesday point of view this season? I know it's uh, few and far between to choose from at the moment. <laughs> but anything that particularly tickled your fancy? Oh boy! Uh, Bristol City. Uh, I, don't, I don't know why. I, I was annoyed that we'd gone two 0 down at half past time. Uh, half past. Half past time. Half time. <laughs> uh, but it, Bristol City, and it was the euphoria on the uh, on the players' faces when we won, and it, and uh, everything that was to do with. With Forestieri and everything that had happened with him, and and uh, and all the accusations of uh, uh, tearing apart the team and the and the atmosphere, all that was forgotten in a moment. And um, and I and I and you know, and my, one of my best mates is a Bristol City fan as well. So uh, <laughs> got to stick it soz about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, well. I'm a, I have to agree with with, with Fudge in Bristol City game. I I I, I do love. Um, an injury time goal. It's a it's a hell of a nightmare getting to that point sometimes, you know, when you you're either losing or whatever, and you come back to to draw. But the actual euphoria of a 
an injury time goal, especially when it's a winner like it was against Bristol City, is absolutely fantastic. Lots of random hugging goes off and jumping all over the place. Can't get any better than that, can it? No, I absolutely agree. And I think uh, I think it's very hard to disagree with that as well. We did have um, a couple of uh, uh, listeners get in touch as well when we stuck that question out. Crampy over there at um, on Twitter. Um, obviously, you mentioned Bristol as well. Uh, we also had a, a Facebook chat as well. Uh, Kieran Wilcox say exactly the same sort of thing. Best game has to be the Bristol City game. And uh, obviously, Kieran Lee's last-minute winner. The only one person that... Um, didn't not so much agree but had a, a different opinion so i would say some joker called alistair that apparently is fiddling with victoria at the moment um but <laughs> uh, right now that's why she's not on the end going i've got the webcam up um but no alistair oh, of course massive friend of the show hi there alistair old point he mentioned and, and fair play to him that uh, after the wigan game obviously um after fessigate and everything and, and fessy scoring that goal and, and just the, the absolute explosion that we all had Fessy back under our, again, I'm going to say it, bosom again. Um, and again, it's pretty hard to disagree with, but I don't think it quite had the on for the Bristol game because that really set us off for the season, didn't it? It really, really did. Um, next thing we tweeted out there was, and this one has been a, a little bit uh, more difficult to choose, a player of the season so far, Richie. Here and Lee, isn't it? Kieran Lee all day long. Without a shadow. Without a shadow. I'd love to say somebody else to play devil's advocate, but I'm a little gay for him. So, uh, I, I, yeah. I was I was talking at the beginning of the season like that. He was the one of all these quandaries I've had about our midfield and still have. It, he was one of the ones that I thought, oh, Lee, Lee, drop, drop Lee and play, play Abdi. But you can't drop Kieran Lee at the minute. First man on the team sheet, surely. Yeah, I mean, and I don't have to come surely either. To to play devil's advocate, obviously we have had some some um, quite a few people mention Fletcher as well. Um, we had uh, first chap in Kieran Keefe over there on Twitter. Um, also Dale Purdy, friend of Joe over there, also saying Fletcher as well. Um, there's been a few shouts for Fletcher straight out of Sheffield. Uh, talk Sheffield over there over there on Twitter as well. Again, all saying Fletcher, 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 Fletcher. Far more people on the social media is mentioning Fletcher than mentioning Lee, which... Well, they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'll admit it. Fletcher, Fletcher's been a great um, a great acquisition. I was actually excited when we signed him. I thought, Christ, this is this is a statement of intent. This, this, is, this is us moving forward. This is the same feeling as when we actually made a proper signing when we got Jeremy Halan. You know what I mean? When we're like, wow, look, look at us now. <laughs> eh? Eh? Do you remember? Do you remember when we signed him? We were like really, all really excited about it because it was a proper actual oh, signing. Really He's come from Man City and everything. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I, th- I think Fletcher's a hell of a signing, and um, and I think he's been great. However, I don't believe he's. Um, He's kind of come a year too late. You know what I mean? If he was here last year, I'd be going, oh, I love him. He's meant. He's great. Like he's fantastic. But he, because we haven't hit the form that we're capable of with this team that we had with last season's team. I kind of think, uh, well, you're doing all right, but we were better last year, so mm. soz. But then, but then again, were we better last year? Because we had a shit start last year, didn't we? Yeah, we had the same um, not fantastic. But what really sort of interested me about this, if we'd have had this question... Sort of even in the sort of back end of last season, we'd have been speaking about Fessy, we'd have been speaking about Bannon. Um, one person did mention Bannon as well. Um, to me, he's, he's looked a little bit tired, which I can understand. Bless him, he's been last sort of flogged, and he's not put a foot wrong. Don't get me wrong, he's been he's been brilliant as usual. But it, it's so odd how how this thing sort of shifts from last season, from these superstar players that we just couldn't get enough of last season, that it's now moved on to Fletcher. So are we waiting for for Fessy to his form? Are we waiting for Bannon to to, to to, to fully give us all he's got, or are we just now going to sort of pin our hopes on Kieran Lee and, and Fletcher? Yeah, we're going to go one nil down, and we're going to just lose, <laughs> and then we're going to score a ninety third minute. Fine, Kieran, Kieran Lee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, uh, Carlos. You don't need to do tactics for this week. We've got it sorted for you. Because this isn't the first time this has happened, is it? Us coming from behind and being mint at it. No. Is that not the first time you've come from behind? Is that, is that right? Yeah. Listen, I used to work at Butlins. Coming from behind was was rife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who on earth would make that that terrible, terrible joke? <clears throat> Me on Twitter. Um, <laughs> 
Whether you're celebrating a birthday, a wedding or anniversary. Maybe you've passed your driving test or you've landed a new job. Well, whatever your reason for a party, the Riverside Cafe is the perfect location on Catchbar Lane overlooking Hillsborough Stadium. To inquire about hiring us for your function, call 07989 856 054 or 0114 232 6121. Um, so, last little sort of um, reoccurring feature, don't we, Rich? We're not going to do a, a, a where are they now? I don't want to put you that guy. No, I was just forgetting. <laughs> It, it's, it's a new feature called What Are They Up To Nowadays? It's, it's a completely all new feature. <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. Damn. <laughs> um, so on this day, on the 13th of October 1995, the Owls agreed to sell their unsettled Romanian Damper Rescue. To Damper Rescue. Absolutely. Yeah, my, and my mate John Dooley had, had, his, had his name put on the back of his shirt. Cost him a fortune. Sorry, Dooley. <laughs> <laughs> Off he popped to, uh, to to Chelsea for 2.6 million, exactly double the amount that went to played from um, for uh, the Italian club Genoa uh, in in nice So I didn't realise he doubled his money. Well, I don't know. Good. Dan, Dan Pet Rescue, Dan, yeah. Dan Pet Rescue. And and also as well, that's exactly the same amount of money we sold Emerson Tome to Chelsea for as well. So when it comes to signing defenders to to Chelsea, they just pay 2.6 million. That's what they do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing that oddly happened on the, the Monday the 30th, and I'm going to read this word for word out of the book I'm reading it from. Uh, most of the set spectators in the 1,600 crowd were unsure of the final score as Wednesday beat Grimsby Town 9-3 at Blumcart in a testimonial match for Kevin Moore. Um, Denise Frog, <laughs> sorry, Denise Frog, honestly I'm so Denise. tired. <laughs> I, I don't even tell you what it says now. I've just realised, were you trying to say Dennis then? No, I was trying to say <laughs> Dense Fog, and it came out as Dense Fog. <laughs> <laughs> <Denise> fog. <laughs> She's a female, female female. I was going to say, I know, I know it's a testimonial, but I didn't, I didn't know the let, you know. Foggy's mum strap a boots up. Oh. <laughs> I apologise. Oh, Jesus. Fucking Denise Frog. <laughs> Denise Frog. Right, let me try that again. Uh, uh, what I meant to say, ladies and gentlemen, and I apologise for my... Not really able to read is dense fog. <laughs> dense, den, den, Dennis Fog. Dent. I know his sister. <laughs> <laughs> the twins, they are. Denise, uh, Denise. <laughs> uh, compose yourself. Compose yourself. <sighs> anyway, it was foggy that day, and the um, the pitch route. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh, fucking people going to see a right lot. Um, right, so that's the end of that feature, probably. My favourite bit of that entire feature was you at the start of that goal. And I'm going to read this word for word. How'd <laughs> 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 that pan out for you? <laughs> um, right then, ladies and gents, so let's crack on then, shall we? Now, we've got two games to preview. And the first one we've got is uh, Uddersfield, who, oh, crikey. It pays me to say it, but they're in bloody well at the moment, aren't they? Top of the yeah, top of, top of the league, and uh, we're going to going to play them away. So our first game back after the international break, it's not 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 uh, on paper, isn't it? An easy one. Mm-hmm. I hope it absolutely kills them dead this international break. <laughs> oh, the bloody hell, Huddersfield Town! We've sat here, we've had a tear up with Brighton. There was Derby County in the mix. Bloody who went up? Hull City, they were there, and then all of a sudden coming down, we've got Norwich, Villa, Newcastle. There's like nine teams can get promoted out of this league, and here come bloody Huddersfield, little lonely bloody Huddersfield. come here invading the party. No, <laughs> get it, get in the bin. Get 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 so far in the bin, then get in the sea. It's like get in the bin, roll down a hill into the sea like they used to on last of the summer wine. Bloody Huddersfield! How dare they come in and join the party? Yes, there's a great, you know, they've had a good start, but they, they've got to dwindle off. I mean, we did it in 1996. We were top for weeks, weren't we? And then we dwindled off, but we still finished seventh. And how dare we finish seventh? We're invading the party as well. <laughs> it was 20 years ago, Dan. Get off it. Well, this is the thing for Jobby. Are your Huddersfield prejudices? 
kilometres from 20 years ago because it has to be said Huddersfield have been building a, a, a brilliant team. The the new manager they've got in there, this sort of, uh, again, as James explained from Carlos Mark II, if you like, on there, has been playing some great football. Even uh, Mr Lee was in the paper um, just the other day mentioning that he's seen this Huddersfield team building for a while and he's not surprised at all um, about the, the cracking season they've had. So... Are we going to have one of those problems where we do think, oh, poor old little Huddersfield, what are you doing up here? And then they're spankers 10 0. But do we, really think they're do we really think they're going to be there at the end of the season in that place? No. No, no I don't either. Well, that's no, what everybody said about Leicester. Feature done. <laughs> yeah, fe feature done. Feature done. Let's, let's move on to where they now. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't think they're going to do that at the end of the season, but I do think it's going to be a tough fought-out game. I'm hoping that we get the better um, Sheffield Wednesday off the back of an international break, the ones where they're refreshed, the ones where they've had a minute, the one where they've managed to sit down, uh, work out who's playing where and what the tactics actually are, because we're buggered if we know. You know what I mean? Now... I think I hope we get that Sheffield Wednesday that turn up, or it's going to go one of two ways. We get that one that give them a good game, or we're going to get the Sheffield Wednesday that turned up at Burton and got his asses handed to us. I don't want to be disrespectful, Huddersfield, because that's when we are going to get a right good stonking tonking from them, aren't we? But as Fudge said, it's, it's essentially it's in our own hands, and it's which team shows up on the day. Of course, the other team that we have to face as well are Cardiff, who aren't doing quite as well as Huddersfield. And on the flip side of that coin, um, there is that danger that Wednesdays have always sort of come out and played well against good teams. And then teams towards the bottom of the table, um, we just sort of, yeah, we'll beat these. And then again, get spanked, isn't it? And teams that have just employed Neil Warnock. And teams yeah. that have just employed our wonderful nemesis, Mr. Neil Warnock. And that's the first time I've said it that way for a long time. Good old Colin. Um, but again, obviously, there is the, the Warnock effect when he goes to football clubs, isn't he? Um, where he's got this pact with the devil that will drag him out. And of course, because it's us that they're playing, uh, am I being a bit superstitious here? Am I no, I think you're right. I think you're right. Cardiff, Cardiff are pish. They're having a terrible time of it. They didn't build on their success going to, uh, going to the Premier League. They took a punt on Solskjaer and it's never worked from since after. And then, and then you've got Neil Warnock there, who's gone in, and he knows what Sheffield Wednesday's like. He knows who we are, and he and we should know he wants to beat us. So he's, he's going to park the bus and try and stink one on a set piece, and that's and what's he, going to happen. And he knows how to wind us up, and he'll do exactly that before the game, without Absolutely. a doubt. Oh, of course, yeah. There'll be a, there'll be a lot of back and forth. There'll be a there'll be a Daily Mail piece, and the people <laughs> that get people that get wound up by Neil Warnock probably read the Daily Mail or oh, the Star. <laughs> <laughs> Daily Star is that or the Sheffield Star or Daily Star? Uh, which is the one without Dom Housen. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Star. Both of them. Are yeah, I don't read either. He's on holiday. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, Warnock uh, and his, his, these, these wind-up tactics he's got, I mean, we've all seen them before, and uh, I must admit, he, he, he gets me right going, that chap doesn't, and fair play to him for doing it. But we've seen what happened when, uh, when Mr Evans tried to do that with Carlos, and we've all seen that wonderful video of Carlos looking at Mr. Evans like he's something he just wiped off the bottom of his shoe because he's storming around the pitch and, and doing all these nonsense I, Evans things. I think most doing. of us looked at him like that, to be fair, not just Carlos. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah, but, but, but again, the, there is the element of, of Wednesday fans, and, and I have been guilty of this before as well, where when I do see that behaviour from manager, I fall for it, and I will scream and shout and say, you absolute booby and words to that and effect. I thought you were older and wiser uh, yeah well it's, it's different once you get into the match isn't it and when you see it and it's happening and, and it's picking on our poor little players but then you look at Carlos and you think he knows what he's doing doesn't he he's got that 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 just calm beautiful Portuguese sensibility about him where he doesn't need to <laughs> scream and shout at other managers or other people's players um He'll scream and shout at ours and fair play to him for it. He'll scream and shout at the ref and fair play to him for it. But when he just makes that little look at the opposite, the opposite's manager, should I say, um, it's just amazing. So I think Carlos has got his own little tactics for dealing with Colin, and I think Colin's going to be mightily surprised when he bumps up against it as well. Um, right, then, ladies and gents, we have got some rather exciting news, haven't we, Richard? We have no news. We don't know. We've got no news. There's no news <laughs> to talk about. We're scraping the barrel this evening. <laughs> <laughs> We've got some rather exciting podcast and uh, the Cop End Joints Christmas party news, haven't we, Richie? Oh, boy. 
Yes, apparently so. Yeah, we're um, Vic. I think something Vic's been working on with uh, with Cleggy, uh, and yeah, we're having a party at the Riverside what? Cafe. Vic uh, and Cleggy, on... <laughs> Yeah, we found out he's found out his real first name this week, and it's uh, it's, a, it's a proper brilliant first name. Hey, that's all <laughs> I can say on that one. Um, and yeah, seventeenth of December. Put it in your diaries. Absolutely. Seven thirty. So um, essentially, straight after the Rotherham game, once we've battered Rotherham and we're on a wonderful, wonderful mood, we're all heading to the Riverside for a private party, ladies and gentlemen. And it's not just uh, to sort of uh, have a chat and say hello and and, and basically get to meet some new guys that, that listen week in week out. And we know you're out there, even though you don't always contact us when you're supposed to have done. Um, then um, come and say hello. Uh, we're actually doing this for charity as well. All proceeds from the evening are going to the uh, the Sheffield Wednesday Community Fund as well which I'm sure we've all seen the good work of over there on Twitter. Um, tickets are on sale over there. Uh, right, they're only uh, £5, and I think there's a, a £70 booking fee or something there or thereabouts. But all that money is going towards the charity on there. So please do come and say hello. Obviously, we've all got some, some Cop End Facebook group listeners over there as well, so it'd be nice to get involved with those guys. And, uh, of course, everybody loves Cleggy, don't they? We've been on the show before, cracking chap. And uh, come and say hello. And uh, see Mr Dickie Owl uh, waving his bits about once he's got his award and his hat on still it's going to be fantastic yeah yeah depends how many beers i have to be honest i, I won't be going home i'm going straight from the match to the riverside so by the time everybody gets there at seven i'll be well oiled anyway absolutely and waving my waving my bits around when are you never not well oiled with your boy he's got the, yeah. <laughs> that's a different story <laughs> <laughs> um, right then, ladies and gents, that's going to wrap us up um, for this week's show. Mr. Davies, old Bean, if people want to find you over there on the social medias, where can we do that? You can find me uh, at Dickie Owl on Twitter, uh, and I'll be rather quiet this weekend because I'm going out with Denise Frog. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. We've all been out with Denise Frog, oh boy. Um, Fudgy, oh boy, if we want to find you over there on the Trisbridge, where can we do that? I'm at Dan Fudge on Twitter. Um, if anybody uh, wants to get hold of me, uh, if you're in the south, though, I'll have my head down the toilet for the next week because I'll, I'll tell you what, this weather turnout, I'm not very well as a result. Oh. But um, also, I'll tell you what, don't forget, you've got the other guys as well. You've got Victoria1867, uh, you've got at James Marriott. Two R's, two T's. Is that how he says it? I can't remember. And then you've got, <laughs> and then you've got Eddie on at Sausage Arms as well. And uh, I love the way that you say your zero. Go on, do it, do it, Lord H. I love it. Oh. L zero. Go on. <laughs> you can get hold of me on the Twitter at Lord H. That's L zero R D underscore H. Hey! Um, <laughs> you can, of course, get all the podcast as well at TWWcast. We are in all our usual places as well. A Facebook over there. If you would like to see information about the uh, the, the, the TWW and the Copend Christmas Party, um, pop over to Facebook. We've got all those details. And, of course, pop over to the Copend Facebook page as well. You'll see all the details on there, too. Uh, we are in all the usual places on YouTube, etc., etc. Um, iTunes is blowing up again. One thing I have noticed there, champs, as well, is we do have a new Podcast Wars contender as well. Oh, oh, yeah, I'd seen that. Yeah, mm, the, uh, the the Facebook um, charts that the Sheffield Star do have also started popping on iTunes. So please, ladies and gentlemen, <sighs> do go over and download that because it'll make you realise it'll make yeah it'll make them think that this show's a lot better. <laughs> it'll make you realise how good we really are. I <laughs> got, Isn't there a thing? Isn't there a thing that uh, across across Twitter? I've seen it happen every time they try and print something slightly negative about Sheffield Wednesday. I've noticed that our fans go stupid about it, where they go, typical bloody star printing something <laughs> negative about Wednesdays. Is that a thing? Does that actually happen? Is that a thing? I have been known on occasion to um, make my opinion known about uh, not great language when the star comes to it but me and the star are perfectly lovely friends now uh, obviously friend of the show chris holt um, chris cracking holt. cracking chap um also to be fair to him he had a wonderful wonderful chat with big ron the other day as well so if you would like to to catch up on that as well again pop to uh, to, to the star um twitter feed or i'm sure they've probably got a facebook page as well um have a little look through there and it's a, it's a lovely chat with ron um so top job chris but um, there are certain times that the star have put some negative language out where negative language didn't need to be, if we were to say. So, um, uh, but again, that was a long time ago, and we're all friends again now. It wasn't a long time ago. It was that one where there was that young kid. Do you remember that one? That was, that, that's where I noticed it. Do you remember there was that young kid who'd signed a contract for Wednesday? Yeah. And then his mum was oh, trying to generate a load of nonsense to get... 
you know, what, what happened there? How did that pan out for you? I'm not too sure that was the, the usual Sheffield Wednesday team at the Star that was putting that story out. I might be wrong. Absolutely. Of course, we love the Star Fudgy, old boy. We have had Mr. Dom. Well, no, the st- yeah, the actually, show. no, Dom, Dom, Dom's good fun because he didn't block me after putting that video on of him <laughs> on transfer deadline day. Unlike Rob Statton that threw his toys out of the pram and blocked me for, actually, I'd probably call him all sorts of names to be and, fair. And, and, and we have Dom's twin brother on the uh, on yeah. the podcast as well in uh, in Mr. Marriott. In, in Mr. Marriott, yeah, you know what I mean? It's a family connection. That's why it's not me. Never been seen in, in the same room together and all that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can you like, stop trying to start wars with other organisations? We've built a lot of trust <laughs> up over the years. And... No, we haven't. I know. No, I, I know. Haven't. We've been, we've been, re- we've been really nice to people. We've, you know, we've had it. We've offered everybody on. Whereas Rob Statton and his thinning hairline decided he didn't want to listen to my yeah. nonsense anymore. Rob Statton is a lovely, lovely chap. I'm going to defend him to the Rob, No, Rob Statton needs to just move back a foot, just away from Carlos, when he stood there poking his phone in his face when he's trying to do a press conference. <laughs> he may as well be clamped onto the side of him like a baby kangaroo searching for eucalyptus leaves, going, oh, yeah, yeah, Carlos, yeah, yeah, come here. And then at the end of it, being able to tweet, Carlos tells me. Carlos didn't tell you. He told you in a room full of other bloody hacks. Bloody... We have, we have discovered Fudge's Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, personally, I, I enjoy Mr. Satan's work, so um, um, please... Well, I can't see it because he's blocked me, so sod him. <laughs> <laughs> I'll read you some of it later, Fudge. Um, ladies and gents, it has been a pleasure, as always. Thank you so, so much for joining, and I apologise for the, the scantness of the show, but you can blame the international break for that. Be good, be safe, and we shall see you real soon. Harmonies and everything. I think we should finish that. After the soon, you should put Denis Denis by Blondie on at the end. <laughs> Denis Frog. Belter. <laughs> it's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points, back of the net. Lubosh. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information. See you later. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.